0: Listening to the ESP, the European Skeptics Podcast, an independent weekly show set out to bring in news, interesting topics and interviews with people mostly from Europe, building bridges and breaking down language barriers to show the world how active and awesome the skeptical movement is in the region. This is episode 255. I'm your host, Andras Pinter, and joining me for the show is my co-host, Pontus Böckmann. See ya. Hey San Hey San! Happy New Year, everybody! Oh yeah <laughs> that's that 's what you definitely cannot do in Germany, but what you you can do is give birth to a new skeptic baby, and Woo! this is exactly what Anika did. On the 27th we have a baby andras that's right so congratulations onika if you're listening to this uh, i hope you have the time to, to at least listen well, um, but uh, unfortunately we don't expect you to contribute any time soon as i mean in the next coming weeks but we expect you back as soon as you can so wow uh a new skepti baby <laughs> <laughs> yeah very good very very good very exciting very exciting stuff. Hope to see pictures soon. Yeah. Hmm?
1: <laughs> On Zoom.
0: Yeah. And the last time we spoke about uh, skeptic babies in general and how many there are so far. Uh, was our episode 250 so five episodes ago when we did discuss that how many skeptic babies have emerged in the skeptic (laughs) movement in the last (laughs) few too few it's a growing movement but too few too few few. (laughs) so to all of you listening make a lot of skeptic babies please we cannot have enough skeptics around the world we have too few in numbers yeah Right. But not our episodes. Mm-hmm. 255. 255. And we've been doing this for more than five years, pontos I wouldn't have known <laughs> if you hadn't told me. It's just like yesterday when we started. Uh... <laughs> uh, but this is the last episode of the year. Yeah. Hopefully coming up before the next year starts. So uh, I think it's only fair that we do a bit of a wrap-up of uh, the year yes. 2020. Which, which basically goes down in history probably as a as a curse word or or, or something like that <laughs> right. so it will definitely become a curse word yes. that uh, 2020 don't you dare throw that at me no but it's soon over <laughs> yeah. boys and girls it's soon over so we won't
1: follow the normal no script today a normal uh, segments we will talk about what happened this year but i want to mention before we go into that i have to mention to andras that uh, he did it again The Pope. He did like another uh, picture on Instagram of a lady who was, uh, shall I say, not fully clothed. (laughs) So uh, interesting uh, stuff there. I don't (laughs) know what's going on in the Vatican. Who got the the (laughs) password? The password has gone lost. I think we have some speculations. It's probably oh my god. Was your suggestion right? OMG six six six. Yeah, that's Uh, that was my suggestion. Could be. Could be. Jesus is another one. We know that uh, people on um, (laughs) Jesus Christ on the social media are not uh, always that uh,
0: creative when they (laughs) create their passwords. Yeah, but but uh, yeah, think about that. Some people generate their passwords based on things that are always on their minds, mm. so I'm pretty sure that the that that password has to do a lot with sex. I'm sure. Um, so. Yeah, because they that's they're very obsessed. Yeah, absolutely about sex. Yeah, 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 or anus or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's hope we never find out. Yeah, <laughs> someone did. <laughs> Somebody did, probably. Yeah, but it's really funny that that they keep doing that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. um we we're not poking the pope today but uh we do we do have one thing that is kind of a regular um segment uh, like thing and um we need to give you a little bit of update on the covid-19 situation which has been the the major topic on the news and on our podcast as well throughout 2020 so i think it's only fair that we finish the year with an episode that has a covid-19 update as well Well, I don't think that there will be many surprises here to anyone. But the, pr- the good thing is, which is a very optimistic and very positive note to finish the year on, is that the vaccination programs have started all over Europe and all over the world, actually. Even Hungary got the, the Pfizer vaccine a couple thousand Doses, mm-hmm. <laughs> not not much, but I I think it was about five thousand doses that, that that we received enough for Orbán and his nearest friends. Yes, that's right, that's right. But he he wasn't the first one to get it. Actually, that was uh, an intensive care unit director, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a doctor who got it first, and that solves another issue that we've had um, recently. Very heated discussions all over Hungary. That is about which vaccine the Hungarian government is planning to distribute, ah, because we are in very good terms with Russia, yeah. yes, the speculations are all over the place about uh, the, the Chinese vaccine as well, but it looks like the first one that actually arrived to Hungary was the Pfizer one. So mm-hmm. that makes us very optimistic that the problem is that numbers don't show um, an expected high uptake in Hungary. I don't know don't know what the situation is in uh in Sweden.
1: Yeah, no I I read somewhere uh, that uh, it's in Europe Sweden is second to last in the number of people who wants to take it. It was only France was worse than, than Sweden. So that sounds... But unfortunately, in that report, I couldn't find the numbers. It just said that. I didn't see the actual numbers. So I, I don't know. Yeah, that's always... Uh, <laughs> in, interesting. Nice to have. <laughs> uh, all right. we, we got, I think, 9,700 and something doses the first day. And they are now mm-hmm. uh, vaccinations have started with the elderly and, of course, uh, healthcare um workers and uh, more vaccines are arriving every day
0: i believe doses are arriving every day so i think it looks good i finally one mm. thing is that absolutely amazes me even though we've known for a while that the production was sped up quite quite a bit mm. and they prepared for a massive amount of production to be going on soon after it gets the green light but the fact that There has already been as great a number of people as 4 million vaccinated with the Pfizer vaccine as of today as of the day of the recording it's just absolutely mind-blowing The the logistics of the whole endeavor i I don't know and my mind is blown
1: yeah no it seems to be it's maybe it's too early to say but it seems to be a very big success the whole logistics of the whole thing and this is a vaccine that need right that this is the vaccine that needs to be kept at a very low temperature as well yes so so i don't know
0: how they did that but somebody deserves a medal I think I think a lot of people deserve medals. The science community of the world deserves a big, big, big medal, along with the healthcare workers who, who are, are doing the, the big fight uh, on the front of this right. uh, pandemic. So I think they've been the greatest heroes of 2020, the researchers and the healthcare workers, the frontline workers. I agree. And those people who were willing to stay at home Sitting on the couch, watching Netflix instead of going out and infecting people.
1: (laughs) Who would have thought that was such a hard thing to convince
0: people to do? Yeah, but it's quite heroic. So keep doing it, people, until you get vaccinated. (laughs) But the other thing is uh, that we do have to mention when it comes to COVID-19 update is that unfortunately, but this is absolutely not unexpected, that the new variant that uh, was first detected in the UK has already been detected basically all over the world. Yeah. So uh, several European countries, including Sweden, including Ireland, uh, France, Germany. Norway. Norway, yeah. They have all reported cases. Uh, Japan mm. are on the other side of the planet. So yeah. this is what happens when things start to look normal for a little while and they can it can spread easily. So there were flights to different parts of the world from the UK. So um, that is not unexpected. But Moderna... Uh, which is uh, on the way to to get their um, vaccine approved mm-hmm. by the EMA, and uh, and then probably will go to the European Council as well for approval. Uh, they are very optimistic about their vaccine. Uh, they have already run tests on several different strains that that have been uh, identified previously. And they say that they didn't really detect a change in the efficacy of their vaccine. So they are very optimistic about this one as well, claiming that it might be possible that uh, the uh, immune response generated by their vaccine will still be okay and enough to fight the new strain as well seems like it yeah yeah so it would be a good thing so let's stay optimistic but um we just have to wait and see but continue moderna uh, will continue i've read the same thing from pfizer as well so they they are continuing to test uh, whether it's uh, it's effective against the new strain as well mm. which would be good but there is another thing a new study came out um, from Finland and uh, they specifically tested how long the antibodies last after the infection uh, with the SARS-CoV-2 virus and uh, well it looks like the v- vast majority of the people, uh, including the study, retained a large number of antibodies even after six months of their uh, infection. So, if this is the case, um, so the the greatest question was has been so far about the vaccine as well is how long the effect will last, mm. uh, the immune response. How long will it be effective against a wild virus? And if this is the case, we will will we'll see cautiously but, optimistic. Uh, that's what cautiously we are. optimistic. Yes, but science yeah. will have to decide what the numbers show.
1: Yeah. Also, I saw that the, the AstraZeneca, the Oxford vaccine, is also yeah. seems to be very close to get approval.
0: Yes, that's right. Mm. So soon we will have at least three different vaccines that that uh, will have been approved. I'll have one of each. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> you know the the the. the terrible thing about a government of a country not enjoying the the support and the trust of the people is what's going on here in hungary right now Mm. a lot of people are not willing to pre-register for the vaccination because you have to pre-register so that this is this is how they know that you are willing to get the vaccine and uh, they will decide where you are in the order (laughs) of course but a lot of people are not willing to register because they don't trust the government to handle their data correctly yeah now that's a problem yeah. it is and it is indeed a problem all right so this has been a little bit of a, a covid19 update uh, it might be update uh outdated seriously updated by the time that this goes out uh because things are speeding up really speeding up so um but, but that's a good thing i think it's the first covid19 update we've had that was positive so uh,
1: exactly l- let's exactly. try to keep that up yeah yeah
0: And so far, more than eight, so far, yeah, uh, just to to, to keep the reality at place as well, um, 81 million total cases have been counted so far since the beginning of the pandemic. That's a lot of cases. A lot of people. So it's time for the vaccination to work and for everyone to get the vaccine and get fucking vaccinated. It's worth a little bit of a fight it's worth educating your uh, acquaintances and friends and family uh, I've been trying that with my family and uh, actually I think I have managed to persuade a couple of people to to go go on with it well done uh, at least this is how they communicated towards me I'm not sure that they will t- actually take it but uh from the position of a denier and um, an absolute opposer of the vaccination, they went into, oh, thank you very much. I think I will think about it now, or even further and say that, you know what? I think I think I will get it. Yeah, so good. I'm very proud of that. Well, I, yeah. hope, I hope they
1: meant it and just didn't say that just to get you to stop talking, but
0: um, yeah, it could be. Just to get me off, my, off their backs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. So, moving on, let's see how 2020 looks in retrospect. Yeah, I think if we if we want to go through the highlights, uh it's not a really a highlight, but it's it's a a general theme that has started sometime around March <laughs> to, or a bit earlier than that because it 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 was not a big thing when we started talking about it, but since then, it absolutely dominated our news items and our news list. And everything somehow was connected to COVID-19. It was even difficult to find news items that were not related at all. That's true. Uh, occasionally, we did joke about that as well, yeah. <laughs> if you remember. I mean, it's a good thing, but everyone has been talking about it for a long, long time. So we of course wanted to chip in as well. I uh, we hope that we could add something that that was worth listening to to the, to the whole issue, but uh, it was I think it ab- absolutely dominated. <laughs> yeah, it it
1: did really. And I think if if there's anything if I'm stretching for something positive here with the the uh, the pandemic and that is that maybe at least some people saw over the year how science really works Uh, because science as you listeners probably know is not a truth or a given thing or a fact science is a method and this year we saw the 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 method of science
0: in action exactly
1: and actually in you may feel it may feel like it took a long time but actually what has been achieved during the year is something quite extraordinary but in science you don't know when you start what will happen you test you have hypothesis you 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 test that you you do all the science stuff you make sure that you're not blinded by your own biases and then you try to advance as soon as as quickly as possible but also to make sure that especially when you're talking about a medication or a vaccine that it's safe and effective and this year beat All those records, uh, with it's we've never seen anything like it, so that that is very positive.
0: But uh, what I'd like to say say is both positive and negative. Let me start with the negative part so that we uh, we finish on the positive. (laughs) It's (laughs) right, one of them is that uh, we've seen an emergence of unbelievably strong pseudoscientific claims and um, conspiracy theories and all the like which is only understandable but I think one of the issues that we had to face was that the experts, the people who knew the most about this topic and who could have explained in detail how science works and what, what this and that and that information means, actually means, they didn't have the capacity, they didn't have the will, or, or they didn't have the time to do that. So this is how I'm moving towards the positive side, <laughs> is that skeptics had a very important role in disseminating the idea and the and uh, explaining how the th- the methods of science actually work and i think we've seen quite a large number of skeptical activists grabbing the ball and running with it uh, and and doing a very good job at explaining science to people yeah. the good thing about this is that obviously this is what we could do this is the only thing that we could do and if we as others like the scientists themselves doing the science that can bring about the solution to the problem of of covid19 of course uh they could do their job and we did our job, which is to explain why skepticism and why the scientific method is important in solving problems like a, a, a pandemic on a, on a global scale. And something that has such a, a profound effect on how, how we live our everyday lives so I think it was a good opportunity we've seen a couple of very good examples of how it can be done very well mm-hmm. uh, all over Europe and we've we've tried to report on those uh we've given a couple of uh, a couple of really right awards as well I, I hope we will discuss that more in more detail later <laughs> a little later yes and we've uh, interviewed a couple of people who, who did very good jobs uh in in disseminating that uh one of the, the interviews that we' did with it was with Gábor kemeneshi who is actually a virologist uh here in hungary right uh, and that was an episode 240 not too long ago and that was one of the highlights to me yeah it was my second interview with him and the first one was in hungarian and he did a very good job at explaining the stuff uh, but he did it in english as well which we really appreciated yes we did and uh, it was about time that it happened. <laughs> when it did, right. but we did we did a couple of couple of others as well for some very important interviews, didn't we?
1: Yeah, I think we did manage to get some quite uh, interesting interviews mm-hmm. into the show this year. We didn't have as many as we have had maybe other years. We had I th- I counted it to twelve different interviews over the year. Yeah, which is, which is fine, and they were g- good. Quality interviews, if I may say so, and with good people like uh, people like Adam Rutherford,
0: yeah. <laughs> you know, tipping uh, ourselves on the shoulder right y- I'm yeah. right here right a li- now, <laughs> a
1: little bit. But I mean, if we interview people that we really appreciate, it's 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 easier, right? And it's yeah, we it had is. some very good names like John Cook, yeah, the, the cranky uncle versus climate change. I thought that was lovely. That's right, Adam Rutherford uh, from from the podcast uh, Rutherford and Fry uh, v- very good, uh, good uh, interview that word. Uh Brian Deere the guy who uh, not single-handedly but he's had a very big role in taking down Andrew Wakefield, in exposing him as the fraud that he is. So that w- that was a good interview as well. Yeah. And then Stephen Lewandowski, the debunking handbook for 2020. That's right. And I think uh, for 2021 as well, I think we need it more than ever now. So
0: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. And we, uh, we really appreciate all those interviews. And uh, some of them... I was really surprised at uh, being very, very generous with the times as well, including Brian Deere and Adam Rutherford. But I'd like to mention another name, mm-hmm. uh, Susan Gerbick. She has been on the show several times, but uh, I think what they do in disseminating the word of science and uh, putting facts out there with guerrilla skepticism on Wikipedia is absolutely crucial in the fight against pseudoscience and, pseudoscience and 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 bogus claims and especially in the times of a pandemic when people don't know what to think about things they don't know how to get proper information and putting the right information on a wikipedia page is the way to go and there are millions and millions of hits to the 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 articles the wikipedia articles that they either rewrote completely or wrote up from scratch, or restructured. So major changes to Wikipedia articles in order uh, to to put the facts out there. And that's an amazing job, and we cannot be appreciative enough towards guerrilla skepticism in Wikipedia, and Susan Goebbig.
1: That's right. Uh, 52 million hits they've had on their, what they call their pages. Doesn't mean always that they created them, but yeah. they have really either created them from scratch or they have made them proper, if you will, with the, the, right. the, taken away the bullshit and put in the real
0: facts. And 52 million hits—that's quite a lot. And you know how difficult a task that is. It, when you start working on on a Wikipedia page, uh, I know because I've been doing that a little bit at least uh, during this pandemic here in Hungary for Hungarian crackpots. One of them is being investigated right now by the by the authorities uh, for disseminating falsehoods about the pandemic. And those guys have to be exposed. And one of the way, the best ways to do it is Wikipedia. And one of the mottos of uh, uh, guerrilla skepticism on Wikipedia is that you'll be educating the world in your sleep. It's because you work on the, the Wikipedia page and then you put it out there and people can access it anytime and you will see 55 million hits altogether. Uh, that That is absolutely amazing. Oh, by the way, on the 2nd of January, <laughs> Susan will be hosting the M- M- Monterey Skeptics uh, Skeptic uh, Camp. Yeah. And uh, I'll be one of their first speakers. Ooh, just saying. Tune in. We will put that link in the show notes as well. Uh, yeah, she's putting definitely. that
1: together uh, for uh, and, and you. The, the beauty, one thing that we've learned over this year is that. W- using modern technology you don't have to go to in this case monterey to attend you can actually log in from wherever you are if you have a computer or even on your phone exactly so we will put that
0: show in the show notes so you find find how to sign up and uh, attend yeah we had a bit of a discussion with uh, susan about what what i would like to talk about because my pet topic is tourism and being a skeptical tour guide and uh, i've got a couple of very very nice uh, stories about how people are being conned in tourism, uh, but I we felt like this is not very much of an of a hot topic at the moment. <laughs> tourism, and it won't be for a while. However, what is very hot is international collaborations and organizing the skeptic movement on an international level hmm. i'm no expert on that but i will use this opportunity oh you've dabbled a bit yes i think i've seen a, a couple of things in the last five years since we've been doing this podcast and even before that but what what i'd like to talk about and what i'd like to use this opportunity to to do is uh, to try to push for a bit more of international collaboration hmm. so very optimistic about starting the new year with that (laughs) very very good so going back to how we look back to 2020 probably the lowest point of the year was the 20th of october Mm. right right with uh, james the amazing randy passing away that really hit the international skeptic movement very hard
1: yeah i mean he was 92 years old. So he got a good run out of his life and he had a fantastic life. And that's a consolation, but it's still very sad to see him go. And I I can say that we met him a couple of times and we had him on the show as well. But he also influenced a lot of other people that then influenced us. I think there's very few people around today in the skeptic movement who hasn't directly or indirectly been influenced by by the work he did, starting in the '70s for real, and uh, then for for decades working to to expose frauds and putting the
0: light on how you really can tell what is true or not. And he was truly amazing. I mean, that was his stage name, the Amazing Randy. Yeah, but. What really amazed me about him was how he could be of such a great influence on so many people and yet remain very, very humble and that seemed like almost an impossible thing to do, and he did manage to pull it off, yeah, still, yeah, questioning himself all the time, not only others and not only claims but 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 himself, also changing his mind
1: at a couple of times he he did have some controversial. Uh, positions occasionally. Yes. And, but he always, uh, was willing to, to examine what he has, what his position. And when he got criticism, he, he, uh, at a couple of times he went back and said, okay, I did say that I was wrong. Uh, I am now no longer wrong and that is very good as an example as well exactly for for skeptics to remind ourselves that we we're all wrong yes we're all wrong yeah sometimes daily right but we (laughs) the the, the trick is not to stick with being wrong but you know being open to question uh, your own ideas and say hey maybe i was a little bit too hasty maybe i was biased in that respect and i will reconsider and see and that's really what skepticism is all about and he did that yeah by
0: lead led by example did you mention being really wrong oh (laughs) have you got any any good highlights of your really wrong segment yeah i did
1: look back over the year to see what kind of awards we had um, handed out and uh, even all of them still very deserved i think there was no one i found that i would uh, regret but there were of course f- a
0: few that were... <laughs> so, so you you were not really wrong about giving out a really I wrong, was right man. about being re- uh, giving really <laughs> okay. wrong...
1: oh this is going to be very confusing but <laughs> what what i did want to mention there were uh, there were a few of course that stuck out that was so i have a few categories that i just created here this afternoon and uh, one is uh, the most upsetting one okay that was in uh, in episode uh, 227 in june and that was when uh, we talked about doctors in northern ireland that intentionally sabotaged abortions by keeping to referring women from one doctor to the other, yeah. trying to to work out oh, the clock, that. if you will, so that it would be too late to have an abortion. Yeah, that that was the most terrible one. Yeah, and I I hope it's better now. I, I don't know if that's still the case, but. Bloody hell that's mm. probably the worst one. Well, speaking there was one that I think was even worse in a way on another level and that is the pandemic film the anti-vax movement yes. coming especially pandemic 2 coming out we talked about that in episode 237 yeah. which is a full feature film full of propaganda and lies about vaccinations mm-hmm. uh, it, that, that one was terrible it was then i found one that i would call the most surprising one mm-hmm. uh, and that was that there was a scandinavian scientific paper or sort of scientific paper published paper that supported intelligent design we talked about that in episode 244 yeah in, in october you know, I'm I'm living in Scandinavia. I didn't think people believed in God at all almost here. And <sighs> then you have actual researchers writing scientific papers trying to defend creationism or intelligent design. That that was that was a big surprise to me. And then to finish off there was one that I think was the funniest. It was a lot of money involved, but it it was the funniest. And that is the QI technology company whatever they called that wasn't even cleared (laughs) that sold or hopefully have stopped but they they were selling uh, gadgets that to protect you against electromagnetic radiation (laughs) and the fun thing was that they promised that we stop all electromagnetic radiation if you switch them on which includes light Mm-hmm. Because visible light because they said so actually in the paragraph above so if you if you can test them if they work when you switch them on then everything goes dark i think that was funny exactly uh, that was the most stupid uh, really wrong i think <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah what about what about really rights
1: there were a, a few really rights there's always we there we always have more really wrong prizes than really Um, rights but uh, there were quite a few i think one of the really good ones were uh, a secondary school in germany who had uh, a competition that they called the tinfoil hats or something it was in german but i translated it to that where the students were were uh, doing something on long uh, on the theme tinfoil hats and what is you know what What is wrong? Basically, they were doing really wrongs in the classroom and they awarded tinfoil hats. And the school got a lot of flack from homeopathy people and from others, but they didn't back down. They said, no, these things that we are discussing, this is really worthy of tinfoil hats and we're going to continue. So I think that was very good. Otherwise, there were, we had an, uh, 10 or 9 of those uh, over the year, but actually... We have one more, and I will save that for the last segment of today, and I would say this is probably the best really right award we're going to award in a very long time, and definitely in 2020, but uh, you have to stay tuned for another <laughs> few
0: minutes before we get into that. Yeah, but I think there is one more that, that could have been awarded, mm-hmm. and that's to us. When, after episode t- 227, Yelena left the podcast yeah. after more than four years unfortunately she decided that that um her way of living over in the united states so she, she decided to leave we remained in touch and uh we we love to hear from her occasionally she came and back she, on... did, she did join us yes on 250. on 250 yeah yeah uh which we were very very happy about so um yeah, but we, we were very sad to to see her go. But yeah. uh, we totally understood that uh, just life came in a way. But in July, <laughs> after much consideration, we 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 had this kind of really weird agreement, as if we we had been reading each other's minds. Uh, do you remember how it went? <laughs> when yes. we, that that we we thought that. I don't know which one of us was the one actually asking the question, but uh, but we agreed right away that we wanted Onika to join us permanently. Yeah,
1: I, I think there was no question about it. I mean, uh, <laughs> she was the obvious choice to bring in. And yeah. she's done such a great job. And she's, you know, already... She had been as a
0: guest host a couple of
1: times. We knew her, of course. Yeah.
0: So we we knew, we knew what what we're getting with her.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And she fit right yeah. in, and she's become a very very valuable
0: part of the. She's one of the team. It's like she's always been here uh, now. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, as if they, this has always always been the case. And we did get a very nice uh, feedback as well we about yes. about her joining us. Yeah. Uh, we really appreciated that, and uh, we we hold that that you all are happy we just don't know when she's back (laughs) well we we fully
1: understand that she has a little bit other priorities at the moment yeah maternity Uh, leave i'm sure she will be back uh, very soon
0: yeah yeah Uh, probably with a little bit less uh, amount of work we we try to take a few duties off her shoulder but uh, but i but i think i think it will be great to have her back as soon as possible
1: you mentioned the episode 250 we must mention we must talk about that as well that our five year anniversary as a highlight 250 (laughs) anniversary it was exactly fantastic fun except for me personally the first 20 minutes were very very (laughs) stressful because we wanted to do this as a live streaming thing and i had prepared everything and for some reason we, we were all on the call and i just pressed Uh, now live stream and it said live streaming but as I glanced over at my other machine to see what happened on Facebook, nothing happened on Facebook we were not live streaming uh, we uh, we got some help from, uh, and we, we had a fantastic lineup as well. I mean, we had, uh, so we had everybody who's ever been a, a host or a guest host on on the show joined us. Uh, so, if, of course, it was uh, you, me, Andras, and Annika, but then Jelena came back. Yeah. We had uh, Brian, Brian Ego. We had Claire. Yeah. We had Deborah, and we had Jay Novella and then in the middle i uh, took a very rash decision and i just invited uh, richard saunders as well he was never been a, a co-host of the show before but he happened to be on the chat so i invited him in uh, so it was gr- a great uh, collection of people and we had a uh, we had a fantastic time doing that except as i said for the first 20 minutes when i couldn't get anything to work
0: you know uh, for for those who are listening and uh were listening back then as well we were having a very good time in that uh 20 minute period except for Pontus, of course <laughs> uh, because he was all stressed out uh well jay tried to help you he was um, very helpful yeah he and, called um, ian his
1: uh, tech guy yes. so
0: we had we had this remote
1: thing uh, tech guru from from over from us over via jay it was um very very interesting uh i'm glad you had a good time while i was sweating i was <laughs> at one one point i said I feel like Scotty in the original Star Trek series when when <laughs> Captain Kirk yells at him. Yeah. I need more power. I can't give you more power. I can't do the the Scottish accent. But okay, but felt, there was but no uh, Captain Kirk here. No matter what, <laughs> no, there was no Captain Kirk. That's right. But I felt like Scotty, and no matter what buttons I pressed, nothing happened. Eventually, we did it via Twitch, and we got that to work. So anyway, that was a long story, but yeah, yeah. that was fun, and it was great to do a live stream and. Uh, if we can get the the technology to work a little bit better,
0: maybe we'll do it again someday. Yeah, but our job was to to keep the spirit up, so uh, <laughs> we 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 couldn't get stressed out uh, and, and join you in that stressful state of mind. Right. Uh, yeah, but w- we did have a good time, and eventually it, we, you got it to work, and it 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 went out. It went pretty well, I think. Yeah, and and of course then you edited it down
1: to a normal uh, sound only. Yeah, thing that that's yeah. so that's episode 250 if you want to go listen
0: yeah which was slightly longer than usual but, but because we had such a good time we got some yeah. very good feedback on that too yeah 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 so we mm-hmm. wanted to share that very good time we had with uh with all the listeners as well right yeah we just hope that uh, all of you out there listening enjoyed this uh so before we finish this last episode of the year mm-hmm. I think we need to turn towards the thing that you mentioned earlier, about the greatest ever right.
1: Oh yes, yes, I'm quite excited about this one. There is, uh, because I found out <laughs> that there is a non-profit NGO, an organization in the UK, that's called CCDH, Centre for Countering Digital Hate. I hadn't heard about them before. But on the 20th of December, they published something called the Anti-Vax Playbook. Mm -hmm. And it's really a fascinating report uh, on what's going on in the anti-vax movement at the moment. Uh, The report is based on research that they've done, uh, but also that they managed to take part undercover on a three-day anti-vax conference in October. And present in that conference were people like Andrew Wakefield, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. and Joseph Mercola and several other right, high-ranking people that we have all heard about, the, the anti-vax leaders of the world, if you will. Uh, really, the who's who of the anti-vax movement. <laughs> and from that, from, they were just there taking notes and uh, put together a report. And the report outlines how the anti-vax people are now coordinating their efforts to undermine people's confidence in the coming COVID vaccinations. So they're really planning this from scratch to make sure that people will refuse to take the vaccine in a coordinated effort across the world. It's terrible. Uh, The strategy uh, as reported by um, this report uh, that the anti-vax movement will use is threefold. They will uh, downplay the, the threat that is posed by COVID, saying COVID is not as bad as you think. The second thing is they will question the, the safety of vaccines. We've seen them do that all, all along, but they're going to say that it's not safe. And the third point is that they are going to undermine people's trusts in experts Mm -hmm. in in general. Mm -hmm. And we see it happening. Uh, What's new, I believe, or for me, is that we now have in black and white how they are doing this together and how they have a common strategy that covers all their respective organizations because they all have their own uh, abbreviations and uh, non-profit organizations and uh, Facebook groups and stuff. But there are actually coordinated from the back. It, it's like a conspiracy theory. Only this one is true. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not just local people uh, improvising or working um, on their own. They do take, and I don't think they take orders from, that's too strong, but they do take inspiration and share ideas across the globe. The CDH has not just exposed this strategy. They have also monitored the top social media accounts so they've looked at 425 different accounts on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. Anti-vax accounts, that is. Mm-hmm. And they can show that together, these accounts now, now have over 59 million followers across the globe. I don't know if they... They, they probably are double-counting some, because if you're following someone on Facebook, you're probably also following them on Instagram. So... but followers 59 million and that is almost nine hundred thousand more now than they had in june Ooh. so this is an this is a growing movement that we really need to keep track of and try to counter yes and uh, they do that too <laughs> uh, this uh, ccdh uh, organization they they are recommending uh, uh, they have put Together a strategy of their own, how to counter the, the arguments and what to do about this. And it's it's not something totally new, but it's good to have it organized like this. So the first it's it's basically five steps that they say, or five recommendations that they have. Uh the first one is how to focus our communication yeah. when it comes to, to anti-vax. And they divide that into three main communication areas. So one is that we have to remind people that COVID is deadly. Uh, that's one thing to to put forward. We have to put forward that vaccine are, vaccines are one of the safest and most effective medical inventions ever made. Mm-hmm. The third one is that doctors and scientists are not doing this for money. They are motivated by wanting to help people. So so that's how we we should focus our communications according to this organization. Then if you look at the other four recommendations, they say don't try to engage with anti-vax misinformation online. Uh, It only spreads it further. Instead, ask people to share and engage with uh, pro-vaccine messages so instead of countering the misinformation spread the real information instead i think that's that's good i agree that's a good idea i think i agree with that yeah
0: i agree i've changed my my profile picture with a frame yeah that uh i'll be vaccinating yes I, i've i done and the same that generated quite a, quite a bit of traffic and and con- oh, uh, and good. and discussions and the discussion that i mentioned to you earlier that was through that yeah under that. yeah yeah
1: the 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 third point here is that you should create, if you want to do something about it, you should create what they call answering spaces online, uh, Facebook groups where people can put questions mm-hmm. and where you can re- reply with real information. I imagine they mean things like what Ovidio Covaccio is doing and his vaccination in Romania form and yeah. he has... Yeah, in Romania, it has tens of thousands of followers and people go there and ask questions. Yeah. yeah. The fourth one is um, to empower, support, and amplify a diverse range of expert message carriers on social media. So, so mm-hmm. retweeting good advice on, 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 uh, on, on uh, the social media. And uh, then we should expose the me- methods and motives of the anti-vaxxers, not what they are saying, but why they are saying it, and I think that's, that's pretty good advice as well.: Yes. Because if you just repeat what they are saying, the risk is you spreading their agenda instead of, of
0: tell them why they are doing this. Yeah, and if you want to, to, to work on that, that uh, strategy further, uh, please read the debunking Handbook 2020. Oh, and you, you will find very good techniques. Absolutely. Yes about that. right. So I think this is very
1: important. It's going to be very, very important. I I would say that this is the most important topic for next year yeah, is exactly. to counter the anti-vax movement and make sure that people understand that vaccinations are safe and effective. And we need to do to get our vaccines. Vaccinations, because this is the only way we know to stop the, the... Yeah. And and you know, it's it's so as you said, millions of people have already taken the vaccine. And there's been maybe a handful of react, uh, allergic reactions to to the vaccine. They have all been managed, and those people are now fine. In the meanwhile, how many people have died by now in in uh, the COVID pandemic? Is it 1.7 million?
0: Closer to 1.8 million. We yeah,
1: 1.8 million people have died from this, and a handful of people have become had a little uncomfort. From from the the vaccination, of course, that's that, some people. Of course, most people, it it hurts a little bit to get this mm-hmm. little jab, and you may get a little fever the day after. But that's just because the immune response is reacting to this, and
0: uh, and that happens with every single it does type of vaccine. <clears throat> it's it it it's not specific to covid the covid nineteen vaccine. No.
1: so please get your
0: vaccinations
1: and please yeah try to counter. the the anti-vax movement as much as you can because we really really (laughs) they are really really wrong and uh, some of them know it some of them are uh, just misguided but some of them are making money from this i don't care why they do it actually they're just wrong regardless (laughs) so they need to be stopped and uh, shouldn't spread their nonsense anyway so For actively monitoring and exposing the international anti vax movement, the CCDH and their anti vax playbook get today's prize for being really right. And we need that kind of work more than ever for 2021.
0: Okay, let's all hope that in 2021 we will have much more. Really right prices handed out than really wrong ones. (laughs) Right. That would be a good sign. Actually, I am very optimistic about the future. I'm very optimistic about 2021. Uh, One of the things is that if this works and if the vaccine works in a large scale and we can counter or even stop this pandemic and we can go back to some kind of normalcy in our lives, that would be good. That would be such a triumph for science and international collaborations that I think we will have to shout that out loud so that everyone realizes that it was all down to science and international collaboration and not some kind of weird conspiracy, but collaboration when people work together to solve a problem with science. And uh, I think it's a good op- opportunity for all of us. I think uh, it would, would be great to be able to go back to a normal way of doing this show as well without a weekly COVID-19 update yes. and without COVID-19 dominating the new segment and all that stuff. Uh, I'm very optimistic that uh, tourism will uh, will start growing back at some point, uh, sometime around summer probably, if uh, the, the vaccinations are successful. We will see. However, there is one thing that's for sure. Things will not go back to where they were. We will have a lot of changes in our lives. Mm-hmm. Some of them will be very positive. So science and technology will be dominating this change. And that is wishful thinking, but I totally accept that. That, <laughs> that Now <laughs> I'm doing that. Yeah. That's what I'd, I'd like to see. I'd like to see uh, global climate change being tackled the way that the pandemic was. And has been. Hmm. I'm not. Yeah, look at me. I'm. I'm talking about it in in past tense. It's not past tense yet. It's still going on, and it's still raging on. So uh, we just have to be optimistic, and we have to uh, do our share of of the things that need to be done. So I think we've pretty much wrapped up 2020, and we're looking forward to 2021. And I think I found a very good quote to go along with that. Ooh. And that is from Albert Einstein, and he said, among many other things, The important thing is not to stop questioning. Curiosity has its own reasons for existence. One cannot help but be in awe when he contemplates the mystery of eternity, of life, of the marvelous structure of reality. It is enough if one tries merely to comprehend a little of this mystery each day. Never lose a holy curiosity don't stop to marvel right <laughs> of course and with that message to all of us i'd like to thank you pontus thank you for joining me on this wrap up episode i'd like to thank our listeners for tuning in and for having done so all over the year we really appreciate your your listening you, we really appreciate your support moral and financial support as well <laughs> everything please Keep tuning in and we're moving into the next year. Let's all hope that 2021 will be a much better one than this was. Yeah. And until next week. Goodbye. Happy New Year! Happy New Year. Got nytor. Vodogui vet. If you have a local event or organisation to promote, please don't hesitate to let us know, as we are more than happy to help. All music in the programme was written and performed by Keisha J. Gray and George Shrub and is used with their permission. Please check out our webpage at theesp.eu, follow us on Twitter at espodcast underscore eu and like us on Facebook. I don't know how you can believe this is the last episode of the show hopefully of the uh, show coming out is this the last no 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 <laughs> of the year of the year say it again uh, hope, <laughs> so <laughs> news to me fuck
1: everybody who has ever been uh, a, a guest host on, on the show yeah uh, were, were joining us so that was really great so we had of course Brian Ego, uh, we had Annika with Jelena G- D- we had Deborah Hyde we had um, uh, who did I mention?
0: Go, <laughs> cool. let's let's do it again. Let's do it again. I,
1: hang on, hang on. I have a have it here. Okay, good.
0: So, okay, uh,
1: we. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, to wrap this up, so for actively monitoring and exposing the international anti-vax movement, the put it wrong there.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I put it wrong. did you hand out the really wrong prize no 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 I I got the abbreviation wrong okay